With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chris Bond is at Walt Disney World, and you know what that means? Dustin and I are flying solo this week. Two people flying solo. You make sense of it. Disney announces capturing your magic. Universal's Epic Universe has a Universal Epic Permit site leak. Hint, hint, it's Universal's Epic Monsters. And Dustin and I visit the theme park wishing well. All this and so much more right here on today's episode of the We Like Theme Parks podcast. A spectacular festival of theme park audio commentary magic. Do we like theme parks podcast? Yo. <laughs> Bring it back now. The Guardian Nebulosa. Welcome, foolish mortal. Huh. Welcome, my fellow theme parkers, to the We Like Theme Parks podcast, your go-to spot for news, opinions, and other fun happenings in and around the Disney and Universal theme parks. I'm Mark Andrada. Oh, hello. And I'm joined by my co-host, Disney and Universal insider, photographer, and travel journalism from StepsToMagic.com and co-host of the Universal Joint podcast, my pal Dustin Foos. Hi. Hi, Dustin. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. It's, it's hard doing Chris's job. It is. It's a lot of reading. It is. It's not my forte. <laughs> Just kidding. I read a bunch. It's none of your business. It's none of your business what I read. Um, Archie Comics. Come on. Admit it. Just Archie Comics. Yeah. Do you remember when Archie did a crossover with The Punisher? Yes. <laughs> he was like the bodyguard or whatever, the security at the high school dance? Yeah. I just remember all the, the money that I spent on Archie Comics. And then once you would get through them, it's what, like two, three bucks or something like that. You yeah. get through the end, you're just like, half those stories were in other like <laughs> comics. So you'd be like, yeah. I've read this already. Why is this exciting for me? And then it go into the pile and then you'd have a garage sale yep. and sell them all, you know, 20 for what, like a buck. <laughs> They're just rerunning stories in yeah. Archie's. <laughs> That's all they would do. Good for them. Yeah. You know what? Why not? Who's paying attention other than you? Who's just me. Oh, it's just you. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> what else? What's going on? Things are good? Things are good. It's uh, it's a busy week with news, but it's also really fun because Chris is in Florida. Yeah, we're going to hear from him right yeah. today. Yeah, And nice. we're, we're hearing a lot on uh, Instagram Live. He's yes. been doing a bunch of them, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. I watched him in the lineup in the queue for uh, uh, Flight of Passage. Yeah. Just giving him a hard time in the lineup there. Apparently he had fun. 
<laughs> yeah, it looks fun. Yeah, it looks. And fun. then uh, we actually get to chat with him a little bit later. We talked with him when he was basically on kid duty as uh, they were doing right. uh, Expedition Everest. Right. So his wife would go and do it. He'd watch the kids, and then his wife would come back, and then he'd get to go and play rider swap. Yeah. Nice. So it, it, it's a, a fun thing. It looks like he's having fun. And, you know, could you imagine if he wasn't? I could. The guy has a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? He goes yeah. to the parks. He's miserable. That'd be so funny. What's funny is that when you have a podcast, especially like with me, I have the Universal Joint Podcast with Jim Hill. Yes. Uh, we went to Universal during that time that we had the podcast. And you'd, you'd show up be like, okay, I, I'm going to get all these stories and all these things to talk about on the uh, on the show. And then all of a sudden you'd, you'd show up and be like, oh, I still have to get my tickets because this is broken so we have to stand in a line to mm. talk to someone and they have you know two people at the ticket boxes with 40 people and all of a sudden you're there at you know 11 o'clock and you don't actually get into the parks until noon and then the food's bad because you choose instead of going to harry potter you choose you know the simpsons and because oh. vegetarian options right. not a lot of veggie options in right the, Right, and Jill's vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, oh, we're going to go and try this one. And then asking for, you know, options of, hey, let's go and do something on Harry Potter. And then single rider line is down. And, you know, you just kind of see that kind of thing. So you're trying to be, you know, upbeat. But you're also like, I spent how much money? Oh, you can't think of that. I know. It's a weird thing, though. Once I'm in the parks, I I, once the money is spent for me, I forget about it. Because otherwise I'll be upset. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and that goes for anything. That goes for, like, even just a mood. Like once the money is spent, it's like, I'm here, I'm enjoying this movie or I'm not, but I'm not going to think about, I can't think about the money I've spent because otherwise I'm going to be like, I had a a problem where I would equate that to how many hours of work. Sure. And it's like, oh, it took me this many, it took me, you know, (laughs) I was like, oh, great. Well, that's flushed down the toilet. So I just don't think about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, Because it came up during Chris's uh, live live feed when they went to Chef Mickey's because Chef Mickey's is very expensive. You're looking at 40 or 50 bucks Mm -hmm. per adult. Right. And then extra 20 or 30 for the kids. But it is a buffet, right? It's a buffet and it's a character experience. Odds are Chris is getting his money. Oh, I'm pretty sure Chris got his money's worth. I love Chris. Yeah. I love you, Chris. I wasn't giving you a hard (laughs) time. I'm sorry. I think he was. Uh (laughs) I was giving you. I was giving you like, but a friendly hard time. Yeah. Friendly hard time. Yeah. Which means, are you gonna do Chef Mickey's? Me, probably not. That that's a little a little teaser for a uh, a segment coming up. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm going next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is this is really exciting. It's so. funny because yeah, because Chris and I am tagging Chris out. Yeah. I wanted I was gonna try to get there while Chris was there, but I couldn't because of work stuff. So it turned out that I'm gonna have to tag him out. Yeah. So when he leaves, I'm going basically. That's awesome. Yeah. And when you come back, I go. Really? No. Oh, I got excited. I was like, that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. I'm still sorting out the details, but yeah. we'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah Should so we sell some t-shirts? Let's sell some t-shirts. Wee. T-Public presents It's Your Shoutouts. Every time I do that, it's I know the, you do the, the you do the uh, guitar. Wild Stallions. Yeah. I'm excited for that movie, by the way. Side yeah. Note. Side note, I'm excited for Bill and Ted Part 3. <laughs> this summer, right? Yeah, it's it's coming soon. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a guy who I follow on Instagram who was one of the original Bill and Ted's from uh, Universal. Oh, from Universal, right? I was like, you you mean Keanu Reeves or no? It's uh, <laughs> it's a dude. His name's Kevin Vincent, and uh, great guy. Hugh, like when you think about theme parks, everything that he has done, you're like, oh my god, that is so cool. Like he yeah. was friends with one of the Ninja Turtles. He was, you know, he got to play around <laughs> with a lot of the the princes. Uh, worldwide, he got to do a couple of contracts in Tokyo and everything like that. Oh, but cool. he was actually push the trash can. Oh, neat! Yeah, so 
great thing, but he was... He was an OG Bill He was an OG Bill and Ted. Right. And I'm just like, oh, that's going to be so cool. I hope that they don't screw it up because there's a lot of... Keep in mind, it's Bill and Ted. It's such a testament to that time period. Mm -hmm. Yep. You can't go back and do some of these... Like, you can't do Biodome in today's (laughs) day and age. I think you could do Biodome now. I don't know. I think you do it as like a throwback. I think people are ready for an 80s an 80s throwback time. Well, they're doing... Uh, what The rumor flying around is that they're bringing... Um, uh, Honey, oh, I Shrunk the Kids. That's yeah. right. So Rick bring- Moranis has signed on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, really? They're bringing Rick Moranis out. He's coming out of retirement. Yeah. It's his, be awesome. kids, his kids are old enough now. Yeah. Because he, he quit to raise his kids, right? Because his wife passed away yeah. tragically. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great guy. Yeah, absolutely. A great guy. Funny. I don't know. Yeah, very funny. Yeah. Little Giants? Still holds up. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Little it's, Giants. Uh, Devin Sawa before he got all, you know, leading man. Oh. It was uh, in the time period where he was also Casper. Okay. You know, Devin Sawa was was Casper. No, I don't think I knew yeah, that. Yeah, he was the live action version of Casper. Oh, there you go. See? Random this things. Was, this was supposed to be the, this is what happens when Chris is in here. Yeah. This was supposed to be the T-Public Insta shout out. <laughs> Sorry. It, tur- it turned into Bill and Ted <laughs> and a movie preview. Yeah. Uh, okay, so should I go first? Absolutely. Okay, my Insta shout out uh, is to Disney Katie. She's a pal, and she is in the parks right now. And she got she ran into a, a the shortest version of this story is she ran into a friend who is a Club Thirty Three member, and they took her. I think I saw this photo into all of all. the Club Thirty Threes, all of them. <sighs> And you're not allowed to... Then she, she messaged me and let me know it was happening. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, tell me everything. Uh, and she said, you're not allowed to take pictures inside. She goes, yeah. but they can't stop you from taking pictures in the bathroom. So she sent me a bunch of bathroom <laughs> selfies. One bathroom selfie in each and every one of the uh, Club 33s. It's amazing. Yeah. And she posted a picture of all the doorbells yeah. outside. I love those doorbells. It just... What a great time. Yeah. What an incredible sounding time. Well, what a magical trip. We we should have her on. Okay. I'll so ask she her. could explain kind of the ins and the outs. Sure. Because as a friend of a what is what she's classified, she's not the primary member. Right. But she, she was she would, invited. She would have been an invited friend. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. She doesn't have to spoil anything, but like I'm assuming that she had a blast and it all four of them? Yeah. Oh my all god. Of them. Yeah, she went to all of them. <laughs> I have pictures of her in all of the, and all the four doorbells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very I, funny. Did she say what she bought? Because you know that they have a gift shop. Oh, she didn't mention that. Oh. She mentioned the cocktails. Yeah. But she didn't mention the gift shop. Yeah. No. I, I had a friend of mine who went down and uh, got to go into Club 33. And uh, when he came back, he, he was like, I picked you up something from the gift shop. I'm like, awesome. And it was just this pin that was just a, a 33. And I'm oh, just wow. like, oh. It's very exciting. Very special. You couldn't have brought anything else back in the suitcase. You brought me a pen. <laughs> you, you got to go into the... And this was Disneyland. Oh. This is like yeah, the yeah. OG. The OG one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so basically, she she got to go and do something that I would... I, I think that most I people would kill like, over, would but be you know. very excited. <laughs> I was looking at the details of uh, joining Club 33 or whatever, yeah. and $33,000 or something like that yep. for your initiation fee, and sure. then 16000 on top of that. Yeah, every the, year. Okay, if you take the 33000 out of it, that 16000 is actually kind of a decent deal because, because of all the stuff you get. Okay. You get your annual pass plus other annual passes okay. plus a bunch of like 50 or something guest passes for the day. Oh, wow. And then you get seven VIP passes or something like that for oh. you and a guest so that you can like, I guess, do VIP skip lineups and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like there's like, there's a bunch of incredible Should stuff. we go into like being a sales manager for I know, right? Club 33? Did I just sell Club 33? <laughs> you really did because I, I was going to break out my you know, PayPal account just to be like, okay, how much... <laughs> 
listen, if you can afford to do it, I will, I will absolutely back you up on this. <laughs> I think out of the three of us, the one who could is currently... Is currently at the parks. <laughs> at yeah. the parks. You're right. You're right. Uh, who's your Insta shout out? Um, I've got Chef Art Smith. Oh, nice. So at the Chef Art Smith. To explain who Chef Art Smith is, he's just the guy behind Chef Art Smith Homecoming. He is the the chicken master. He is a... Um, the chicken master is awesome. It's You know what? Awesome <laughs> guy. Chicken master. Chicken master. Um, great guy, great food. Chris had a blast when he was at, um, at homecoming and we put out a, a photo on Instagram and Chef Art Smith liked it, posted it on his stories. And we're like, you know what? Good guy. Nice. He's actually one of those guys where if you go and follow him on, on Instagram, the food photos are amazing. Right. I'm just looking, it looking at it and just like, oh, like I, I could I go through this entire thing and be like, I want that. I want that. I want that. See yeah. if, if Uber Eats delivered to our hometown. I was amazing. about to say Uber Eats does deliver here. Well, what do you mean? So, oh, you mean delivers that here. So that, that's <laughs> one of the, the jokes that are going around on, on Twitter right now is people will post these like wacky and crazy uh, questions. And it's like, OK, well, if Uber Eats could deliver you one meal from Disney World. Right now, Mm -hmm. would it still be good? Like, would it like would it take them like the the you know like a day and a half or whatever it is to drive over here? No, no, it'd be like Jetsons. Okay, so it'd come immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can get frozen treats and stuff too. Yeah, don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I don't have to think about it. But we can do this on the the next pod. What we'll do is we'll we'll think about it because you know thinking about Disney food. Oh shucks. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) it's a real hard thing to think about. And then we'll circle back and see what uh, what kind of fun we can get into. Is you know what? Yeah. what, What would we want Uber Eats to deliver us? From the Disney parks. And keep in mind, Uber Eats, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Thanks a lot, Uber Eats. <laughs> it's not like you don't have the money. I looked it up. I looked it up what you get for the Club 33 thing. Going, okay. Circling back to that. Uh, the waiting list is not as bad as it used to be, apparently. And it includes four annual passes, okay. 50 one-day park hopper tickets to give to your guests during the year. You get five seven-hour VIP tours for up to six people and a bunch of other stuff, which is like... Are you joking me? Like for 16,000, I mean, you have to take that initial 33,000 out of this equation because that's that's well, where it's yeah. like, that's the punch to the stomach as far as I'm concerned. But for 16,000, not that I've got, you know, not that we're all throwing around $16,000. No, no, no. This but is... like if you do the math on what you're getting, it's like, well, actually, that's that works out. That works out kind of nice. I'm trying to find the cost of how much. Of a, of a private VIP tour? Yeah. The pricing for a, a VIP tour uh-huh. uh, ranges from 425 to 750 per hour, depending on the season. Right. And valid park admission is required. So they don't even cover you for the park admission. Right. Yeah, that's, See, that's not this, bad. This would... And it's f- you get five seven hours five seven hour tours for up to six people. That's, so that's a value. That's a that's right. Yeah. Like that's a value. Yeah. Anyway, I tried saying that to somebody the other day, and they just went, <laughs> "It's sixteen thousand dollars, you lunatic." And I was like, "All right, fair enough." But <laughs> you're like, "But think of the value." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, it's a good deal if you like that stuff." And I went, "Yeah, but I do." Yeah. <laughs> do you know what Club Thirty Three is? <laughs> do you realize we have a podcast? Yeah. You show up, you tap your magic band, you get led into the world that you could only imagine. Yes, and that we will only be imagining for well, some we time. Can, we can go on Instagram and they have a geo location feature. Oh, <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, you can actually go in and see what see a lot what, of the what what's in there. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that on a, on the breaker yeah. later on. Gonna happen. So that was a T public shoutouts. <laughs> That's got to be the <laughs> longest T public shoutouts we've ever done. Nope. 
Chris is going to hear this and be so mad. He's like, I left you guys alone. <laughs> He's in charge of the pacing. You know what I mean? Like he keeps yeah. things running and then you leave the two of us. We're just going to sit around and chat about stuff. Yeah, but, you know, I still have to edit it. So this it's all is, good. This is what happens. Yeah. Chris is away. Dustin and Mark will play. Absolutely. Uh, great. So that was a T Public shout out. Uh, should we move on to the news? Let's do the news. News with foods. Hey, it's me. <laughs> you pressed your own button. I pushed my own button. It's good times. Um, all right. So the big news coming out of uh, Disney World. Wait a second. It's not even Disney. It's actually Universal's Epic Universe. Universal's Epic Universe. Yeah. Um, so apparently the site plan for Universal Classic Monsters has been revealed, not by Universal themselves, but by their arch nemesis, the permit filing people <laughs> that's their arch nemesis yeah what what so a it looks, bland nemesis to have no but it looks like what's happening is universal is being foiled by permits they're right. they're not actually able to announce anything because they file stuff to build it right of and course. people know how to do freedom of information yeah. requests yeah, yeah, yeah and hey look at that we have the entire site plan for not just for the universal monsters but we also have the permit for Super Nintendo World and How to Train Your Dragon. What? So all of these are are available, and we have to give a shout out to you know where we're getting this information. It's Alicia over at Orlando Park Stop. She's amazing. She's uh, she's been basically sleuthing around an incredible resource for podcasters. Probably not on the the best terms with Universal themselves. Sure, but but this investigative is for, journalism. This is for nerds like us. Absolutely, and, and nerds like our listeners. Yep. Uh, I think the regular person wouldn't know anything about any of this stuff. Uh, wow, I'm looking. I'm following along with you. This is fantastic. All right, we've got Universal Classic monsters it looks like what's going on is you're going to have two attractions an indoor ride a possible show I'm freaking out at the idea of a show yeah and if then you listen they, to this podcast you know that i love a show i oh, love a show absolutely and we've also got a future expansion now right. what's interesting about the future expansion is that the the expansion itself is classified as, as phase two hmm now, usually when the when the theme parks are going through their their elements of future expansions, they don't have a, a, a number associated with it, which means that they've already planned what's coming after I the, the main opening. I love a plan. We do remember what happened with Epcot, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All of those yeah. phase twos that were just like, we're going to, what were some of the, the things that they were going to bring? It was, I remember Israel, Greece. There was another like four or five pavilions that were actually in the annual reports right for epcot saying hey we're we're doing this next year and it never really came so i'm hoping that it's going to be a little bit different but yeah we're we're hoping this works out but yeah there's there's so like there looks like there's a main attraction a ride yeah and so a it's show. going to be frankenstein's castle uh I love how did this all get leaked this is crazy well let's be honest there are people who love theme parks mm -hmm. and then there are people who work in the permit <laughs> places right that don't realize how much what they've done yeah we, we love this right yeah it looks like uh everything's a rumor at this point of because course. all we know is just the basic elements that are on these permits but love a rumor so it looks like they're gonna have a kooka arm like similar to forbidden journey that's the ride in frankenstein's castle yeah so let's see here la -da 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 -da, la -da -da. all right so it looks like we're gonna be having a couple of really cool things including walk 
walkthroughs, incredibly immersive spots. It looks like we're actually going to be seeing the windmill from Frankenstein, Frankenstein, which uh, it looks like there's also speculation that there's going to be some sort of a stunt show. Oh, I love it. Uh, I have to, if anyone is a fan of Universal's Epic Universe and what's going on, just head over to Orlando Park Stop. Check out some of the things. Uh, Alicia's done a great job to really showcase what could possibly be coming out with a roller coaster that has Kuka arms on yeah, it. That looks crazy. That looks awesome. Yeah, everybody should go check this out. If yeah. you're listening to this podcast, then you like it enough, then you should go check it out. Yeah. So that's the big news coming out of Universal. There's always more stuff. Actually, what's kind of interesting, this is theme park related. Mm -hmm. Uh, Theme park park adjacent? Theme park adjacent. I love it. Uh, The Harry Potter Studio Tour is rumored to be heading to Tokyo. Yes. So it looks like uh, it's one of London's uh, top attractions when you go to London. I was about to say, this is not the same thing as the Universal. This isn't Wizarding World of Harry Potter. They already have that. Exactly. Uh, what they're doing is bringing the studio tour, which is a behind-the-scenes peek at uh, what it was to actually make those films. Right. The props, the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So it looks like the amusement park Toshiman uh, will be closing this year in order to possibly be bought out by Warner Brothers and turn it into a, a new Harry Potter Tokyo studio tour. But it's amazing how... When was the last movie? Like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, been ago. such a long time. They've done all of the fantastic fantastic beasts since then yeah and yet people are still just loving everything going on with harry potter yeah so that's huge and that'll be great too because i'm pretty sure that toshi man i went to that park did you yeah and it it needed some love for <laughs> sure it was like it was like an amusement park basically oh so maybe they're doing what we've been wanting uh six flags to do right. and bring in some some serious theming and yeah coasters are great but Let's really bring these immersive lands. Mm-hmm. They already have DC. Let's, let's do something else. So if, if Toshiman's going to be basically sold yep. in order to possibly bring in a Warner Brothers property, let's let's play. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yes. I know exactly. I'm looking at the picture now and it's like, yep, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a big uh, story. So we've got Universal out of the way. Let's go over and talk about Disney. Capture Your Moment is a, a new Disney Parks photo experience at the Magic Kingdom. Basically, what they're doing is something that's brilliant because, okay, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. When you go to Disney World, there is a good chance that uh, you're going to see one, two, maybe 75 people being proposed to. It happens. <laughs> I was wondering where that sentence was going to go. It happens daily. Yeah. Oh, you were, you thought I was going to be, you know, people eating Dole Whips? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't sure. And I was like, oh, people getting proposed to. Yeah. It's not what I expected, but you're right. Yeah, for it's, sure. It happens all the time. And when you're on yeah. Main Street, you're like, really? Another one? Another one? Okay, fine. And there's actually like a, a, a thing where you can't be proposing at the same time as somebody else. Yeah. But what happens is when you're proposing to someone on Main Street, you wait in line at a, a photo pass location. So in front of the castle or on Main Street and you tell the photographer, hey, I'm going to do something special. And the photographer knows to basically capture the entire thing. Right. But the issue is that that's taking time away from, you know, everyone else who's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also not really a personal thing. 
you're basically standing in line. There is nothing really exciting about it. Right. And then once you're done, they scan your magic pen and you walk away. <laughs> what they're saying, what they're doing is they're that's, putting that's out. How, that's how all special moments should end. They scan your magic band and you walk <laughs> away. That's so true. I'm like, <laughs> what are some of the, the big things in life that you would just want to. Yeah, yeah. You get your driver's license, scan your magic band, walk away. Yeah. 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 You propose, scan your magic band, walk away. Yeah. The delivery of your first baby, scan yeah. your magic band, walk away. Yeah. You name it. Name yeah. it. Everything should end that way. First puppy? First puppy. Yeah. Scan your magic band. Walk away. Yeah. Puppy dies. Oh, no. Well, because you walked away. The puppy oh. just starves in a box. Okay, then then you learn for the second one. Yeah, sure. Have you seen... Oh, there's a YouTube compilation in which you have kids running downstairs on Christmas morning. Yep. They pick up a present and they shake the present. Oh, gosh. And the parents leap into the frame <laughs> and tell the kids not to yeah. because there's a puppy inside. Okay. What are you doing putting puppies in boxes? What's wrong with you? These parents are the ones to blame. Don't put a puppy in a box. But it happens. It happens know, it so happens. often. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. Have you seen the, the TV show or the Netflix show Sugar Rush? No. There's an episode that it was, I think, Sugar Rush Holidays. And uh, the bakers thought that it would be a clever thing to put um, their cupcakes because they all make cupcakes. And it's actually the the lady who is the the founder of Sprinkles is one of the, the judges. Oh, OK, cool. Um, so but okay. basically what happened was these uh, bakers decided to put together a cupcake, but in a edible present. Oh, so. The special guest Neat. judge came up, picked up the, the box, and shook it. Oh, no. And the faces on the bakers and every other guest was just like, there was a cupcake in there. <laughs> they, was was yeah, a cupcake. They in made there. you that special. Yeah. And it's just like the look on her face. And it's absolutely hilarious. Go and check out Sugar Rush. Um, and, you know, I just wanted more cupcakes. Um, <laughs> but base, back to the capture, capture magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like what's happening is that each capture moment uh, uh, session is going to be 50 bucks. That's you a deal. book it. Uh, if you wanted to book two capture moment sessions back to back for 100 bucks, uh, you can spend up to 40 minutes. So each session is about 20 minutes. Gotcha. It's happening in the Magic Kingdom Park. So uh, at the start, your photographer will share available photo shoot locations, then figure out where you want to go. Because you're in the Magic Kingdom, there's, you know, everything's kind of within you know, easy walking distance. Yeah. So if you wanted to do a, a proposal or a special experience that usually you can't grab a photo pass photographer because they're busy, they're, they're helping all the guests. Right. You can book this. Yeah. Also uh, saves you the lineup. Saves you the lineup. And honestly, that's not a bad price. Yeah. 50 bucks to stop out to, to not be in a line. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do it. And uh, the big push, obviously, is for proposals and those types of things. But right. honestly, uh, for someone who ran a walking tour company where your tour guide was your personal photographer, mm -hmm. I got to admit that having a PhotoPass photographer follow you around yeah. is brilliant. That's great. Yeah, yeah, your so, own personal paparazzi. Yeah, so uh, you have to call uh, 407-939-7758. It looks like you can't book it online just yet. I'm sure they'll change that. It'll happen. So yeah, really Neat. cool stuff. Yeah, uh, that's super cool. Um, so there's the big things coming out. We'll also talk about in future segments the earnings call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that happened. 30 million subscribers? Is that the number? Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. 30 million worldwide subscribers. Yep. The, man, oh, man. Uh, Obviously, Parks, I'm talking about Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus, amazing stuff. Um, Parks, resorts, and experiences. Yeah. Uh, Stock they, price jumped $10. That's that's nuts. Right after the announcement. Yeah. yeah. Now, does that mean you're not buying more or you're going to wait? 
I I uh, <laughs> I, I bought a little bit more last week yeah. when it, it dipped. Yep, good call. And, and I was like, I'm just gonna get a little more right now. Yeah. And not not much more, but like I just was like, well, I've got this extra little bit in my savings here yeah. in that in that specific account. And I was like, I'm gonna get a little more. It's interesting looking at the numbers of like the the revenues and all that because like when you're going to the parks, you don't realize that you're adding to this number. Yeah. Like when they're talking about how many billions of dollars that they made, yeah, because you know they've got cupcakes. Yeah, my my um my non-expert prediction on this is that it's going to dip again yeah. a little bit in May yeah. when they when they have the next earnings call because I suspect that the Disney Plus subscriber might dip a bit because sure. of the whole nobody like the Mandalorian and all that stuff is done. Yeah, and then it's going to go back up again in the fall. That's yeah. my suspicion. Uh, but I mean. That's that. That's what I'm looking at. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm right. Yeah, I'm not an expert at all. Do do not take financial <laughs> advice from me. It is a terrible idea. Do you get free tickets? No. Well, then what's the point? <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So that's the news. That's the news. That's the news. Great. What happens now? Um, Where's I think, Chris? <laughs> I think we push a button. Let's okay. let's tr- let's see if this button works. Okay. Nope. That's oh, not the right okay. button. What happens if you push this one? Nope, we've nope. already pushed we that, that one. one. Um, mm. What do you think about this one? And we're back. Welcome back, everybody, to the We Like Theme Parks <laughs> podcast. Chris Bond is in the parks. He's he live on location. Well, he's not live because he's not here, but he's, I mean, he's alive and he's he on location. Yeah. Uh, so it's just Dustin and I, and we're really bungling our way through this podcast, pressing buttons that we don't know, uh, hoping for the best. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of hoping for the best, uh, did you want to go to our first Skype interview with Chris? I actually got a chance to uh, pull up Skype when he was in the Animal Kingdom and uh, chat about how his trip was going. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's it's going to be fun. So here's that interview right now. All right, everyone. We have a special guest coming at you live from Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, we, we've got we've got Chris. Chris on the line. How's it going, buddy? Jumbo, we like theme park. It's Chris. What's happening? Oh, it's a, an exciting time to be down there, eh? What, what's your uh, what's your trip been like so far? The trip is great. Right now, I'm sitting at in front of Mr. Kamal's Chicken Dumpling Shack, and my two young girls are enjoying some dumplings and fries. Nice. Uh, we are kind of in, on the. I think we're just in Asia, uh, right beside the Up Show, the Up Bird Show, and uh, my two kids are squabbling over French fries. <laughs> you know what, that, Mr. Kamal's is actually the best place in that park for some really good, cheap vegetarian stuff. And honestly, the fries are great. So you can't go wrong with that. Uh, yeah, we're here at the right beside up. We got some fast passes for uh, Expedition Everest. We're being sneaky. Kids are eating. We're yeah. taking turns nice. on going on Expedition Everest. I am on Team Food right now, but I will be on Team Yeti, Team Disco Yeti, rather, in only moments. That's going to be amazing. Uh, so, excited. so far, uh, the day has been plentiful. Uh, our fast passes have been on point. Uh, that 9.30 booking, and again, Dustin mapped out how exactly we should book these fast passes, and they've been paying off in space. It's been great. We walked on to, we were here maybe a few minutes before park opening this morning, mm-hmm. but not really. Uh, we just kind of walked in, no must or fuss. Uh, walked on to Navi River Journey with a five-minute wait, excellent, and then cruised onto our 9.30 uh, flight of passage, fast pass, 
And uh, what can I say about that ride? Incredible. Yeah. Incre- like I've never it. been on it. Come on, did I like it? It was great. I, and I will complain a little bit about 3D. Yeah. You know, me and 3D aren't homies, but you can't not appreciate the technology and the feet. Now, was, what, was, was, there, was there a Ralphing situation? Uh, okay. If I'm wearing my honesty hat on, yeah. I close my eyes two thirds of the way through because my stomach starts to turn. Uh, and then there's a part where you kind of have a break. There's like a rest point. I open my eyes up again. And then I went a little bit longer and then close my eyes a little bit and then open my eyes at the end. There you go. Watch the big finale when you land. Uh, yeah. So the idea behind the flight of passage, that break, is that you you sit there and you're like, okay, I'm taking a breath and my banshee is also taking a breath. And you don't realize until you're like, okay, time to go again. And I think that's that's what helps everyone get through it. Couldn't agree more. If I didn't have that break, oh boy, could have been a, you know, a, a hooping old time. But I will say, and they think, they, they, like, they do their due diligence getting on that ride. Do you suffer from uh, height or... Uh, motion sickness over and over again. I'm like, oh, two for two, that's me, but I'm going. That break was keen. I will also note that it was the first time I really noticed the breathing of the animal, of the banshee itself, was during that break because I wasn't moving. Yeah, I was like, oh, I get it. So how how was your Uh, lunch? What did you end up doing after Flight of Passage? Well, the kids are eating right now, and I'm planning to hit up the Yak and Yeti once I get off the British network. Nice. I'm probably going to have some kind of fried rice or something. It's my plan. I think I'm that trying will to help dodge. with the stomach. Uh, good idea. It's true. Uh, that will help with the stomach. And I'm also thinking, you know, just something uh, that's not French fries. You can like eating French fries and pasta like crazy. Hey, Mason, what do you like eating? Ah, uh, we're being ignored now. Okay. She yelled out French fries. I she heard excited. it. But, um, fries came out. Did you hear it? Yeah, yeah. All right, nice. Anyway, uh, but yeah, the, the park is great. We've got a beautiful day today. This is the time of season, early, mid-February. It's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, it's not dead. You're still lining up for things, but it's manageable. And there's fast passes still available throughout the day, which oh, is a awesome. thing I've noticed. So we already burned through our first three fast passes. Yeah. Boom. We picked up another one right away. As soon as we get through Everest, boom, we're going to pick up another. Uh, we're doing good. No, that's yeah, that's awesome. Good. And it sounds like you guys are having a blast over on Instagram Live. And, you know, the photos that you are posting, not just on your the, the We Like Theme Parks one, but over on at Bondo Chris Bond. Awesome stuff. It looks like you're having an absolute blast. Well, I'm taking uh, a page from the book of foods and I'm trying to use my camera more than I usually do. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to get uh, more of the shots with my kids and stuff on my personal page. Yep. And uh, more of the other stuff on We Like Theme Park. <laughs> so we're uh, we're doing some, yeah, we're doing, I'm trying to get some live videos in there. Got a great live video uh, this morning of uh, me lining up for a flight of passage. It was a brief ride but or a brief lineup, rather. So. I have to admit the excitement that was on your face as you were standing there talking to people getting hyped up and then i noticed it i noticed that you were wearing the we like theme parks t-shirt i'm not gonna i'm gonna tell you this dustin not only did i wear my t-shirt i double we like theme park it i was wearing my hoodie on the way in and then when the sun came out i busted out my tee yeah so i've been representing at both parks so far every park i've been in i've been wearing we like theme parks just to kind of spread the good word of our super podcast and uh Hopefully turn on some people to, to, to listeners. But uh, what a great time. The kids are having fun. I saw the uh, yesterday, or two days ago, rather, when I was at the Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. I witnessed the Dippity Boppity Boop expansion, cool. which was definitely taking over a chunk of fantasy land. Yeah. And of course, I had to go pay tribute to our good friends over at Tron. And I got on the People Mover yeah. and tried to see as much Tron as I could. <laughs> and looking good, looking good over there. That build is happening quick. I'm surprised it's not coming until 
2021 because it's looking like it's in good shape. Now, what, what uh, were the uh, the responses from the Magic Kingdom from the kids? Oh, the Magic Kingdom can't go wrong. I mean, you're not with the kids. You're not going to get far out of Fantasy. But uh, again, we had Journey a great did breakfast. Did you do the Little Mermaid? We did Little Mermaid. We nice. fast passed that. Nice. We are guests first thing in the morning. We'll we'll talk about that more. Yeah, that's going to be worth it. That's a worth it. That's something to discuss. Uh, also, we um, good fast passes in the morning. You've got to do seven uh, dwarves mind train. Yep. On a fast pass in the AM, or you're going to be waiting a long time. Peter Pan, also a great fast pass. You know how we knew this? Because Dustin told us. You know uh, Dustin it's all about friends. Out. Keeping friends close. That's right. And uh, if if you're a fan of the, the theme parks, all you have to do is send us an email, mailbag at welikethemeparks.com, and tell us when you're going down, and we have no problem talking about your trip. Right, we want to talk about your trip, and we also want to just give you the good. Like, yeah. if you want to know the right technique and the approach, just hit us up. Talk about it on the show, and we can deliver you with some quality information that's going to make your day better. Now, it's going to make your experience now, more speak- fulfilling. You're going to go on more, more rides and rates less. Exactly. That's what we're all about. Now, speaking of making your day better, I'm going to have to let you go because it sounds like the kids are done their fries and it's almost time to hit up some more of the magic inside uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, also known as Not a Zoo because it's Not a Zoo. Still one of my favorite theme parks. I hope you guys have an absolute blast the rest of the day. And anytime you wanted to, to call back, just let us know. I'm more than happy to to jump on Skype and we'll, uh, we'll share the excitement with our fans. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, guys, have a great pod. Uh, say hi to everybody. Uh, to Mark, who's coming here next week. And to Miriam, who's filling in for me this week. Uh, all my best from Bondo, and we'll talk to you guys real soon. Wow, it was great. Yeah, we'll catch up again with Chris uh, upcoming in the this episode, uh, which is funny because I haven't re- we haven't sat down and done that one yet. Oh, you haven't recorded I the haven't next recorded one the next one yet. <laughs> so it's it's uh, a peek behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's fun because I know that he's still looking forward to Star Wars. So right. we're still in the optimism phase. <laughs> But in 20 minutes, there is a good chance that we'll be able to figure out exactly whether or not it's optimism or if he's... I hope for his sake that he gets on that ride. He's going to be so upset if he doesn't. And you do. And let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you, if he doesn't get on that ride, I'm going to make it my, I'm going to make it my personal mission to get on that ride more than once. So every day you'll show up. (laughs) I'm going to do it at least twice just to just get him. You know what I mean? Like just to just poke at him. Yeah. You'll do the the live Instagram as you're going through the line. Yeah. I'll live Instagram only to him too. Like it won't even be. (laughs) Oh, that's mean. I love it. Yeah. And I'll screen cap the whole thing soon. I will still broadcast it, but I just want everybody to see Chris get upset. Uh, great. So what are we doing now? Segment time? Nope. Not segment that. time, segment time, segment time. <laughs> we don't know any of these buttons. Uh, where is Chris? Oh, he's in the parks. Um, great. This is the segment. What yeah. segment are we doing? Uh, we're doing a, a a new segment. What a mess. That's part of the fun. Wishing well. Yeah. Are we doing wishing well? Oh, so, great. So the idea behind this is actually more uh, focused around things that we wish we could have, we could buy. But you know what's funny? We've got a little sound effect. It's the wishing well. <laughs> That's also the same sound that we use for Dole Whips. Nice. So here's the the idea is that um, there are things that we want to buy at uh, the Disney parks that we never actually get a chance to because either they're not available, there's no sizes, or they just don't exist. Right. The reason why this actually came up was because 
there is a, a, a thing that I would have loved to have bought, but can't because they just don't sell it. And it's a side satchel. Oh, so you're I, a satchel guy. I'm a satchel guy. I'm a knapsack guy. I get See, it, though. I used to be a knapsack guy when mm -hmm. I was carrying around camera equipment and that kind of thing. Sure. Um, but once you find that one backpack, you're like, I'm good. Where with side satchels, laptop bags and messenger bags, whatever they call them, they mm -hmm. are side satchels. And I feel like that could be something that Disney could easily make. Yeah, because they have a bunch of them. But they they are a bit like they're they're often like pink or and they're they're also very the one that we found I think it was last year they had a Star Wars one and okay. it was great yeah. it was like awesome this this could be kind of cool and then you looked and you're just like oh but it's ninety bucks mm -hmm. it's like in that lounge fly style where it's just way too expensive for what it is right and it was also one there was no choice yeah and I kind of feel like for what they're making right now for Loungefly and all those those uh, over-the-top uh, backpacks. Jill has one. She has a Haunted Mansion one. Right. And it's like, yeah, you're going to go and spend a lot of money on that. But what else could you do? And on top of backpacks, side satchels, easy thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could wear both. You're saying you could wear both at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're flying or if you're traveling. That's your, that's your carry-on right there and your hands are still free. And that's your park bag. So, you know, you can Because you don't have... get a sweaty back. Sweaty exactly. back. Exactly. Sweaty clutch. back is horrible. Yeah. Especially in the parks. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's a great wishing well. Uh, my wishing well is a satin jacket or a fanmation jacket. Okay. Like I love, I love jackets and I love hoodies. Yeah. I feel like we're covered for hoodies. Yeah. Although sometimes I do wish for even more sort of retro looking ones. Yeah. But I feel like those are all coming. Like yeah, they're I feel all like coming. they keep, they, it keeps happening and yeah. it happens in phases. And then I go, oh, that's exactly what I like. And then I'm, I shut up about it. Yeah. But I have not seen, uh, like a fanmation jacket. Like, uh, like you, the wrestling you, ones, like the wrestling ones, yep. there are movie ones too. If you, if you're on Instagram, head over to Chalkline official and Chalkline is a company that makes these and they have like, they have Ninja Turtle, they have Nickel, they have a Nickelodeon thing right now. Okay, cool. So there's like Ren and Stimpy, Rugrats, all the Nickelodeon properties and the Nickelodeon and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They have a bunch of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. They also have a bunch of video game stuff. I think they have Mega Man and like, they make these jackets and they're stunning. They're, they make, um, horror ones as well and wrestling ones. Oh, tons ones. of wrestling ones. Tons of wrestling ones. I think that's sort of the bulk of their market. Uh, there's no Disney. There's no Disney ones. Yeah. Uh, Disney doesn't make them. Disney hasn't partnered with them. Uh, that's what I would like. By the way, we haven't either. We this, haven't either. No, for not sure. Not a sponsor. This not is a just... sponsor. This is just uh, me fanboying out about these jackets. I think the fact that they post a photo of N64007, that just shows they're good people. Yeah. Yeah, they're good people, and and they and we would want to sponsor. <laughs> we'd want to sponsor with them. <laughs> yeah, and I I just would I would love it if they made like haunted mansion ones. Okay, even pirates. Uh, so like, you you want to bring the the spirit jersey into this realm? Yes, where it's classic. It looks awesome. It's not too over the top. Some but of it's them still are. Some of them awesome. are, and I think that's okay. Yeah, like I think that if you like an over-the-top loud jacket you know fashion people say it all the time right just dress normal with one pop yeah. like one one just piece of flair yeah and if this is your flair i think you're doing great absolutely like just one loud jacket like the ren and stimpy jacket i'm looking at here like that's loud yeah like that is a loud jacket but it's great and and i think that if you're wearing if not everything you're wearing is that loud you're probably <laughs> going to do okay for so what won't look like a clown so what's the the first design that you would want i i mean i lean towards haunted mansion because i feel like that's the easy catch yeah like that's the easy one one that would do well yeah. i think that's probably one of the most 
popular attractions yep. at the park. That's sort of the, everybody's go-to. Same way everybody loves Halloween now, like that aesthetic. Yeah. I feel like a Haunted Mansion one could work. Cool. And then your second Haunted Mansion one could be, like, you could do, like, a stretching room one. Sure. You could do the Hitchhiking Ghosts. Oh, yeah. there You could bring all of those characters into this product line. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that you could have an entire store dedicated to it, but I remember D Street, where they had mm-hmm. an entire store dedicated to Vinylmation. Right. They of have course. All, they have stores dedicated to hats, to cookies yeah. and cupcakes. Why don't they have a... a Thing dedicated to, to to jackets yeah there's no jackets no not not very often do you see a jacket i feel like the disney store just this past fall had like varsity jackets yeah. like a mickey varsity jacket yes and i thought that was all right yeah like i looked at like i thought about it but that was it the wasn't... gray one that had the the classic mickey mouse on yes. the back and the sleeves it's a varsity so it, yes. the sleeves were a different color yeah like that, that was a nice jacket and i thought about it but it wasn't quite like, yeah. it wasn't enough for me to pull the trigger on getting it. I, I, again, I feel like Chalkline could make something or Disney could make something in that style. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. You could do Toy Story ones, yeah. like for Midway Mania. Yeah. Oh, uh, attraction ones could just I sell mean, out like that's crazy. That's what I think. I think they should be attraction ones. Yeah. I think they should be park and attraction. Yeah. You stay away from the movies. We got enough like yeah. movie merch. But if you do park specific, you do yeah. an Ep- like an old school Epcot one. So what... What are the the future wishing wells that we can kind of look forward to? Like some of the things that I was I was coming up with were things like you know boxers. They they kind oh, of yeah. got away from those colorful boxers. Um, yeah. yeah, like decent hats. Yeah, decent like hats. there's nothing really like sports driven. I'd say crystal figurines, but oh, I mean, like my heart—my heart, heart is still broken over this Yoda thing that, that happened at, at uh, the Christmas holiday there. So it's kind of sad. Yeah, I'd say crystal figurines, yeah. but maybe not. Maybe that's you just, know they're bringing out the child. As a crystal figurine. Is that going to be the exact same as Yoda, but just smaller? <laughs> this is the tiniest crystal it's figurine. the tiniest little one. It'll still be 250 And I still won't get it for Christmas. Oh, Whatever, okay. everybody. Uh, yeah, so that's the wishing well. Uh, the wishing well. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what'll happen in the future. But yeah. uh, I hope everyone else enjoyed the wishing well. That's a great segment. Yeah. All right. And our next segment is going to be fun because we are going into churro time. It's Westside. What's up with Miriam from the Churro Fund? It's churro time. <laughs> churro time. That's a great jingle. Yeah. It's peanut butter churro time. Peanut butter churro time. No? Oh. Mike Troublecox. A great time. Yeah. He's awesome. He did that one too, right? Yeah. Oh, good. I Hi, love Miriam. it. It's the best. Hi, Miriam. Hi. We're on the line with Miriam, who is the Churro Fund on Instagram. Yeah. You also got a TikTok. Yay, I did. <laughs> I love I've it. Joined, I've joined the revolution. Yes. TikTok. I love it. I love uh, TikTok. Such a great time. I watch more um, than I yeah, I'm uh, addicted. Post. Yeah, me too. It's way harder than it seemed. Like that, the two videos I've done took way longer than I'm willing to admit. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I get that. I have one video that did really, really well. It's like 42,000 or 43,000 or whatever it is. Okay. And then the very next video is like 106. <laughs> like I flopped oh, no. so hard after this one video. But can you like... We'll, we'll, just, we'll just call that a pop and fizzle, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Pop rocks are great. <laughs> pop rocks are amazing. I, I appreciate the reference to uh, one of my favorite candies. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So what we're going to do... Uh, we brought Miriam on uh, today to talk about a uh, one of our favorite topics, which is staying warm. And uh, we're going to be talking about the top <laughs> things to do at Disney World and Disneyland uh, when it's cold outside. Oh, nice. Yes. You know, topical. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so the first thing that that we thought about when when people are playing this this idea of oh I'm going to go down and it's going to be Florida or it's California in February in March and it's going to be hot. Well, it's hot in you know comparison to where you are. Like if you're coming from the from the north or from a place with a climate, yeah, uh, it's perfectly fine. But it's also going to be fairly chilly just by you know the way that weather works. Uh, Florida, Especially if you packed for Florida weather, you know, yeah. and then you get there. Well, and showing you're like, up oh, in shorts. I have a short. So when when we're uh, packing to go to Disney World, uh, you know, in these times of crazy fluctuations of weather, it's always thinking about. Uh, the daytime and the nighttime yeah. where it's hot during the daytime. Mm -hmm. So you could possibly get away with shorts, most likely jeans. I want to say this. I never wear shorts. Really? Yeah. That is something that is, <laughs> I'd say it's a little known fact, but it's it's only little known because nobody would care. Uh, <laughs> why would anybody care whether or not I wear shorts? Have you been to the parks in July? <laughs> yes. And you, you wore pants. Jeans, my friend jeans not just jeans pants. you're a jeans guy jeans uh i have a, i have a few pairs of like linen pants and like lighter pants but most of the time i'm in jeans my closet i have been accused of having a charlie brown closet <laughs> like it's like <laughs> the same pair of jeans the same pair of dark jeans over yep. and over again and then the same shirt over and over again yeah like i have eight uh blue and white gingham shirts that like, doesn't exactly, shock me though. exactly the same <laughs> shirt <laughs> All from the same. Well, then you around. always know that you're matching. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Always. And, once you once um, you find something that you like, that's it. I just go, go with it. I go hard. It's my it's my costume. Yeah. It's my wear with. To quote Ron Swanson, you know what you're about. Yes. You know. Yeah. I'm a, I'm about that blue gingham. Yeah. Where I have a you... bunch of plaids as well, but it does it does look like Charlie Brown's closet for yeah. sure. Where with with you, Miriam, when you go to the parks, it's a little bit different because you're going with <laughs> oh my how gosh. many bags was that last trip? Couldn't be more opposite. Oh my gosh, five. <laughs> <laughs> Security was a real issue last time. I had five bags with me and um, my wallet exploded on the ground as I was trying to help the security guy oh, no. go through it all oh yeah it was a disaster and it's just one of those i just have to pretend like it's really funny and isn't this hilarious while i'm just more mortified you know yeah that i have this much stuff but worth it it's all worth it <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that security is a real thing and when you're planning oh, yeah. uh like the your bag you're like awesome i'm gonna fit everything that i can into this and it's gonna be perfect the way i like it for the rest of the day and then you get to the security table and you have they, to take it all you out. have to take it out or they they do the full like deep dive with their arm to try and because their their goal is to get to the bottom they have to be able to exactly. physically see the bottom of your bag and if you are very good at packing well you're probably also going to be taking up a lot of time at security <laughs> yep i've switched to all clear bags but it still is a nightmare that is no, a very smart okay. move to do, though. So top things to do in, in Disneyland when it's cold. What what are some of your, your top tips? Okay, so my I have two, and they're my favorite things to do even when it's not cold, but they're perfect for cold weather because they're both inside. And the first one is the Golden Horseshoe Review nice. in Frontierland. And it changes seasonally, so there's always a new show. They usually have a really fun ragtime piano player in there. And they do have, um, it's also a restaurant, so you can also like stop and have something to eat while you're watching the show. But it, that's, it's not like a dine-in where it's not necessary to buy the meal to watch the show. I love that. They always have really good singers, and it's usually, a, it's obviously a cowboy theme, and 
there's usually a comedy element to it and just really fun. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I love that show. <laughs> I, I wish too. they had it in, in Florida. Like, I know that there's elements of it in the... I was about to say, they've got the hoop-dee-doo. Yeah. You, you ye- got it in Florida, Well, buddy. they've got Yeehaw Bob. They've got elements of it. But sometimes I want what Disneyland has. I want the mint julep <laughs> and I want the... the Golden other, horseshoe. And the corn dogs. Oh, yes. Our corn dogs are well-known and delicious. <laughs> I also want the blue bayou. Um, I got to admit, like one of the, the biggest disappointments when you're, you know, at the Disney World version of Pirates is when you get off Pirates, you're like, awesome. Now what? We're in Disneyland. When you bypass the uh, the blue bayou, you're like, oh, I want to go there. Yeah. Yes. It's like it has the best atmosphere, too, when yeah. you're eating in there. It's do you ever so do cool. that? Do you ever do that? Throw me the bun gimmick? You mentioned no, this on, on a previous show. Oh, and I, does nobody hilarious. know about it? Does nobody know about this? Uh, if no. not, you have to bring it. Let's uh, oh. let's hear it. Yeah, throw me. You're supposed to yell, "Throw me a bun!" When you're passing, when you're on pirates passing the blue bayou, you're supposed to yell, "Throw me a bun!" And somebody's supposed to throw you a bun. And does it's it work? All, I've never done it because I feel like it's a lose lose situation. I'm not the. I'm not that. Like that's not the kind of mischief I like. I feel no. like if somebody did throw me a bun, I'd be embarrassed, and if somebody didn't throw me a bun, I'd be embarrassed. So yelling is like I wouldn't do it. But I know people who have, and I know people who've gotten the bun. Throw me like, a chicken that's wing. That's amazing. Like, and I'm talking just, about like recently my friend eli did it and he was he did to throw me the bun and he's he's like a loud like sure. not, not in a bad way but he's like he's a fun time guy yeah he got a bun out of it um, I'd be, bun. i know that i would be able to catch it and it would be like a whole <laughs> other level of embarrassment you well, know it would, just, it would just land hopefully land in the boat that's the other thing too is is that if they don't if it's a bad throw what happens to this bun it just sits in the water and now some Ugh. cast members got to get this like soaky bun this none of this sounds great but I'm surprised you guys haven't heard of this thing. No, I really want to see it in action. Yeah. I, need I, to see this. I wonder if they could do that in the Mexican pavilion with... Uh, Throw me a taco or something. Yeah. Well, because they... Actually, what's really funny is that Chris is in Disney World right now, and he mm-hmm. sent us a, a photo of uh, him and his family going through the, the Grand Fiesta tour. And when you go in the beginning of that, it's similar to Pirates, where there is a restaurant right there. So maybe instead of throw me a bun, it is throw me a you know a, a quesadilla, throw me no, a quesadilla. Oh my gosh! Oh yes, <laughs> Mexican food is so much more spilly than a bun, though. <laughs> it is a taco. Throw me a taco. There's, the just, there's just lettuce trailing. <laughs> oh, good grief. Uh, what a dream true. Um, so what was your, okay. your second option? My second favorite thing is in DCA, it is the Animation Academy. So much fun. They do once an hour. Basically, you get to learn how to draw. And cool. so they'll teach you how to draw a character, and it changes once an hour to a different character. So if you if it was really cold and you had a whole day to burn, you could actually learn a different character once an hour all day cool and used to it's have that very in, cool so the last Florida. time i went i learned how to draw daisy and it was like the best day of my life daisy that's the best character to have to draw daisy's amazing right she's yeah. so cute that, yeah so, that's the perfect one that's my favorite and then also in the bottom of that building there's like kind of a, a walkway that ends in the beast library and if you go in there there's a little station that asks you a bunch of questions and takes your picture and tells you which disney character you're most like so it's kind of like a little bonus for so like cold a, weather a real life version of an instagram filter where exactly it's like, it's so what character fun. are you cool yes the last time i was in there they told me i was most like guest on which i was <laughs> 
thrilled and not thrilled about. Can I, can I get a second round, please? <laughs> exactly. The number of times. So on Instagram, there's a uh, uh, what house do you belong in in the, mm-hmm. the Hogwarts thing. Mm-hmm. And the number of times that I got Ravenclaw would shock you, but it wouldn't shock you enough. Is that what to... you are? No, because I, I kept going. So I'm like, ah, I'm not Ravenclaw. And I just keep going. I'm like, eventually I'm going to get because it's all based on your facial features. It's so like whether yeah. or not you're smiling, whether or not you're looking in a specific direction, whatever they're using. Uh, show it. And I'm like, no, I need to get at least the Slytherin because uh, I am I'm Slytherin. And then uh, Jill is uh, a Hufflepuff. So we're a, uh, a Slitherpuff couple. Um, that's <laughs> that's really funny because I kept getting Slytherin and I was so like upset because I'm a Hufflepuff and I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> They're it... not seeing my soul properly. <laughs> <laughs> this, this random Instagram filter just isn't understanding who I am. <laughs> exactly. Outside but I the... do think Beast Library gets it a little bit more, although not Gaston. I've gotten the Little Mermaid ones and that was the thrill of my life. <laughs> Is that the one you would choose? Which one would you like to be? That's who I would like to be. That or Ariel. Rapunzel, because she's just so fun. Yes, Ariel or Punzi. Nice. Not Gaston. <laughs> so what What would your favorite attraction, indoor attraction, be at Disneyland? Okay. for I think Peter Pan, because our queue is mostly undercover. So mm-hmm. if it's raining or any of that, then you get, and it's a long line usually, so you get a little bit of time undercover. And it's also the most magical ride in Disneyland, in my opinion. So I think I would choose that one for cold weather. Cool. There's also like a little bit of a heat element inside of it. Um, I think when it's cold. Yeah, they warm it up a little. Um, Definitely not the Haunted Mansion because it's super air conditioned. And so (laughs) I avoid that one at cold weather at all costs. Fair enough. Good idea. Good idea. Um, (laughs) What about, uh, so Disneyland's a little bit different because they only have a handful of official Disney resorts where Disney World has, I think we're almost at 30 at this point with the Riviera and with oh my all the, the new ones coming out. Mm-hmm. One of our tips and we have are, three. <laughs> and one of, one of our tri- tips on the East Coast is to resort hop. But resort mm-hmm. hopping in Disneyland is that a thing? Like is there something special that you could do uh, like pin trading or something like that in the Disneyland resorts? Like do people just go in hang out at the resorts or are they mostly in the parks we're mostly in the parks over there but i will say that that we have trader sands that's really close to it's connected to the disneyland hotel and that's really fun in cold weather because it's like you feel like you're in the tiki room forever and you get tiki cocktails which what could be better than that to warm you up and um the uh grand californian has a beautiful fire that they have going during the winter so sometimes we'll go and have a drink in front of that too Oh, nice. Oh, that's so nice. Warm up. But most people are just sticking it out and trying to get the most out of the park since our resort game isn't super strong over there. Yeah. And it's also like when you're looking at Disneyland and Disney's California Adventure, it's basically all of the attractions that are over at Disney World in four theme parks boil down to two. And mm-hmm. there really isn't the, the same kind of crowd disbursement that happens uh, over there. It's just a lot of people and it, there's ups and downs and the the idea of going during the week versus the weekend in Disneyland is actually a thing 
where in Disney World, it isn't. Now, a couple of the tips that we had for Disney World were things like, uh, obviously, the resort hopping, going around the mm -hmm. monorail loop, mm -hmm. uh, the Polynesian, Grand Floridian, the Contemporary, grabbing food, doing pin trading. One of the things that, that I love doing when it's cold outside is actually going to parks and uh, locations where I know most of the things are inside. So I won't go to Disney's Animal Kingdom because everything at the Animal Kingdom is either walking from one section to the other and it's right. a lot of outside. Right. And most of the things are either really big inside, like the Finding Nemo or Dinosaur, but a lot of it is outside. I'm sorry, Expedition Everest, when it's cold outside, it's not fun. <laughs> no. Uh, I gotta Especially say. if it's raining, it's like bullets hitting you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. When it's cold and raining and, yep. it's, and you're on a coaster, man, <laughs> that sucks. Especially when it goes inside and outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so you get a, a break for a second and then it's just even more brutal when you're outside. Now, uh, Disney World is a different thing. Disneyland is a, a completely different experience. But Mark, you've done a lot overseas. So do you have any tips for like Tokyo Disneyland or Tokyo Disney Sea, or have you done the Hong Kong perks yet? No, I haven't done Hong Kong. It's on the bucket list though. It's on the bucket list. Everything's on the bucket list. The whole world is on the bucket list. For <laughs> that Club sakes. 33 membership is on the bucket yeah, list. I know, I know. I keep thinking about it. <laughs> you got $16,000 plus $33,000. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I had a hard time thinking about this because I was just in the Yukon where it was <laughs> negative 45. So all of this nonsense talk about when it's cold outside, I'm like, nobody understands cold anymore. I don't understand cold anymore. I, this, this is, it was obscene how cold I was. So anything is like, what do you mean it's cold outside? It's still Florida. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not going to be, oh, wh wh how cold could it possibly be? You know, like what you, do you need? What do you need? A sweater? Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> you don't open your mouth and your teeth hurt. Yeah. My eyelashes froze oh for goodness sakes. You know, oh. I was wearing two winter coats at the same time, plus two t-shirts, plus a flannel shirt, plus a hoodie, and then two winter coats. I was wearing two pairs of long johns. So, oh my I, gosh, I how know, long could you stay outside? Not long, uh, a few minutes. Yeah. My phone would die almost immediately if you if I pulled my phone out of my pocket, it would die. Like I tried to take a picture, I got one picture out before it died. Uh, I had to use like my, my camera, camera, my actual camera, uh, which then frosted over. I wonder how much damage I. Did to it oh, uh, oh God. yeah i mean it was it was so cold so any thinking about this now is i couldn't i'm like what would i do when it's cold in florida i don't know grab a dole whip <laughs> and sit. an ice cream cone yeah what do you mean cold outside hey we we have the joke up uh in, in the the northeast where you'll walk down the street and if it's a snowstorm you'll go and get an iced cappuccino yeah uh from one of the, the uh yeah from Duncan like a coffee or, shop or yeah. something yeah and it's just like walking down the street and you're like i have my iced cap and they're just like you're the only one who has bought this today and i'm like and i'm proud of that did you see on my instagram there was a maniac in whitehorse in the yukon oh my god i saw that in shorts, shorts? yeah Yes. He was wearing a winter coat and shorts. And I was like, what is this lunatic See, doing? Not dressed for the weather. No. Can't trust. No, but I mean, but that's it, right? Like that's, it's all perspective. So yeah. uh, in, in Tokyo, cause I was there in the winter time. Sure. So I was wearing one of my two winter coats, the lighter <laughs> of the winter coats. Cause yeah. it was never really that, like it was never frigid, frigid cold. Sure. But there is a picture of me in Stitch, and I'm absolutely, like, if you see the picture, it's like, yeah, he's wearing a winter coat for sure. A great place that I hung out was the uh, the restaurant right next to 
it's it's in Agrabah. Okay. Uh, and there's a the restaurant right there, and the food was so warm and cozy, and it was uh. perfect for winter weather. It was all like Japanese curries and rice and it came, like there were three different kinds of curries and they came with like a skewer of, of whatever kind of meat you wanted or vegetables if you wanted a vegetable skewer and it was so it was exactly what you want for a wintertime meal like yeah. it's a Com- stew delightful yeah, comforting it's heavy but not so heavy that you fall asleep uh yeah and then and then right after that right next door was the uh magic theater Oh, perfect. The Magic Lantern Theater. So you just, as soon as I walked out of that. <laughs> Eat and nap. <laughs> yeah. I walked right into the Magic Lantern Theater, which is mostly indoors. Yeah. Because uh, there is a, the pre-show queue is all covered and inside and heated. So yeah. that that's my big tip if you're in Tokyo and feeling cold. But over there, you're also <laughs> like, I think Tokyo is one of, it's Tokyo and um, and Paris where they get snow. Yeah. So you, a, a lot of the, the buildings, a lot of the attractions are designed with that in mind. Yeah. Where it's like, if you think about like Florida or LA, if it quote unquote snows, it's... <laughs> if it it's snows snow. in Florida... <laughs> Everybody's going to freak out. Yeah. We used to make the yeah, joke around the World Showcase. Yeah, if it's snowing in showcase. Florida, it's soap. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we used to make the joke around the World Showcase that in the Canadian Pavilion, the Norwegian Pavilion, and the Germany Pavilion, that if it was uh, like winter back home, they would uh, basically show off the fact that there was snow by planting white flowers. And that was like just their way of showing that there's a climate. Right. And it's just, it's a little different. So they, they were Disney bounding snow. They were Disney bounding snow. So cute. So um, what we'd like to the do. The cutest in, snow ever. 100%. So what we'd like to do is an, invite any of our uh, listeners. If you do have any ideas about what to do at Disney World or Disneyland or any Disney theme park uh, when it's cold outside. What are your thoughts? What are your ideas? Let us know over on Instagram at We Like Theme Parks. And obviously, if if you have any questions or ideas, just flip us a, a, a little note uh, to mailbag at we like theme parks.com to reach Mark or ideas that we like theme parks uh, to reach everybody else. Everybody gives me a hard time for liking mail. I like I don't think I'm I don't think I'm alone here. I don't think I'm the only person. I love alone. mail. Yeah, mail's great. It's if fine. you could Mark, snail I'll mail just us. start writing mail back for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, I love you it. just get once a week at least. Oh my gosh, what a commitment. I'm not going to hold you to this, <laughs> but I would love it for sure. That'd be amazing. Cool. So that's the uh, top things to do in Disney World when it's cold outside. Thank you so much for joining us at the Churro from Miriam. You're in Disneyland uh, coming soon, right? Yes, very soon. Like the end of the week soon. Amazing. <laughs> I'm currently ironing all of my Disney bound clothes as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> of course. How many bags are coming with you this time? Oh my gosh. So I'm going for two days and I think I counted last night it's 12 outfits total so probably the same amount of bags but over two days so five bags each day five bags each day man (laughs) we are opposites yeah (laughs) i i I roll up to the hotel with a knapsack and nothing else and when i get to the park my it's i've got a camera in my pocket and uh and a battery and that is it. See, you're doing it right. I'm just embarrassing for anybody that comes with me. They're like, oh, we don't <laughs> no. know this person at all. No, it's just, there's, no, no. There's no right or wrong. This is just, this is just different. Well, and, and Disney so bounding funny. is fun. So uh, definitely uh, head over to at the Churro Fund. Uh, check out what Miriam is up to. Definitely check out what she's doing in Disneyland 
with uh, all of her Disney bounds uh, coming up soon. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. All right. And coming up next, we get to uh, talk about Mark's upcoming trip. Yeah, I've got a trip coming up. This is going to be so exciting. But we need music. Yeah, okay. Press the button. All right. um, Let's do... No, nope, that's Don't not do it. that because that you're no. making it sound like my trip's not gonna. What go. about this one? Okay, again, that's another. That's not a good one either. What about this one? No. Why are you? Uh, you're trying I, to make my trip bad. I, now I'm, I'm sorry. Not trust what, you. what about this one? Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. Uh, this one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I never liked this song. <laughs> Uh, you know what's you know what's you know what's sickening about that song is what? that I've always hated that song, and then when I had to listen to it all the time when we were recording those uh, Christmas time podcasts, yeah. it grew on me, and now I like it. <laughs> and I now I hate I hate that I hate that I like it. You know what I mean? You just hate yourself so much. It's very upsetting. Oh. I've never liked that Jingle Dogs nonsense. Well, now it's your segue into your oh, trip planning <laughs> segment. Can we do anything? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It's it's a good one though. No, it's not. It's a bad one. It's a, it's a good one. Okay. Well, it's, you know what? Out of all the other options, it's either that or the other one that you're going to be listening to a lot. Yeah, the there you go. Let's sound. do that one. Okay, okay, let's do that one. Okay. Oh, we're not going to edit that, eh? Okay. No, yeah, no, no, great. Perfect. <laughs> Chris could be mad. Chris could be mad. What do you mean? I have to edit this. I know, I know. But Emmy's going to be mad when he hears it. He's uh, going to be like, you guys are goofing around. Yeah, kind of. He's a bit of a taskmaster. A little bit. um yeah so you uh you bought a plane ticket yes i bought a plane ticket and nothing else that is all i bought (laughs) i bought a plane ticket and nothing else just uh uh, i managed to pull off two weeks there yeah uh, where i'm not doing anything so i mean i was gonna try to double up and go when chris was going which is right now uh and then i just couldn't yeah work work wouldn't allow it uh so as soon as i figured i could i was like you know what i'm doing it and so i did it the most foolish part about this Mm -hmm. and there are many foolish parts about it um the most foolish part is that if i had just thought for a second uh and pushed it back by a week which i think i could have done yeah i would have been there for the opening of mickey and minnie's runaway railway <sighs> so as it stands i leave th- three days before it oh. opens <laughs> what a doy doy yeah that is me dum dum um, for sure now kind of interesting uh looking at the crowd calendar um so you're gonna be heading down that is it so sort of like end of february okay End of February looks like it's actually going to be fairly decent in the parks. Looks like, like decently we've got busy some, or decently empty. No, we've got some six out of ten, seven out of tens. But then going into the the last week before the end of the, the we've got fours and, and threes. Great. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm also a solo rider. So like I, I get to like a lot of that stuff isn't going to bother me. I yeah. think maybe. No, your your fast passes that you get to pick up as soon as you have your tickets. Mm-hmm. Then you get to go into that. Well, my plan was, uh, and I've done this kind of thing before where like I just fast pass in the morning. So because it comes online at 7 a.m. Is that when it comes like when the fast passes open up? If you stay on Disney property or at one of the Disney Springs resorts, you get 60 days in advance for your fast pass. If you're just a regular guest who are staying off property and you just have a regular ticket, mm-hmm. that you still get 30 days to so, uh, to reserve your fast pass, which is more time than I have. Yeah. But what I mean is is when when cuz doesn't stuff free up in the mornings? I've I've read online and mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people get 
uh, options for fast pass day of yeah uh for like regular day guests and that kind of thing but mm-hmm. i've seen uh, people actually go out of their way on you know linkedin and on other forums disney cast members saying there really isn't a lot of extra uh, fast passes that go out the mm-hmm. day of the big get for the day of is the dining right because that's dining, what I heard. Yeah. 24 hours in advance that's when everyone is getting rid of their right. uh, reservations because they don't want to pay that extra fee right or they change their plans and yep. they realize that yeah right 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 yeah so it was the, that's i think what i was getting confused i think i was getting like the dining versus the attraction fast passes yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. fast pass you can go on as soon as you have your park tickets which mm-hmm. I don't know. We haven't talked yet. Are you thinking annual pass? I'm thinking about it. I haven't. I figure I'm going to buy tickets. Yeah. And then I will pull the trigger on an annual pass if I decide while I'm there. I'm sure. a very, I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you know, I'm a very fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy. Yes. Uh, I don't, I, the thing that I dislike about all of the Disney stuff is how much I have to plan. I don't, I don't love it. I like a, I like an inside outside plan. Yeah. Like I like, like exactly how I booked this. I yep. booked a flight. So I know the days I'm going to be there. Yeah. That's it. Uh, next will be my hotel, which I'm still figuring out. Yeah. And then I'm going to get park tickets. Yep. And then from there it's day of. Yep. When I wake up in the morning, I don't want to be beholden to oh i've got a fast pass for uh seven dwarfs mine train yep. for example so i have to go to magic kingdom yeah i don't love it i kind of love waking up in the morning and going hey what am i gonna do what do i feel like today yeah do i feel like two epcot days in a row gosh darn it i'm gonna do it yeah do i feel like magic kingdom then that's what i'm gonna do now are you thinking park hoppers yes okay yeah so yeah. Let's, let's mostly because again because i'm a footloose and fancy free yes uh but also because uh my plan is to go straight to hollywood studios and try <laughs> to rise of the resistance this whole thing uh and if i don't get a boarding pass you want to go to another then park I'm, i might like the first day i'll probably stay in hollywood sure. studios because i'm already there yeah but i don't know how many days I want to be in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So I would just go there, try to get a boarding pass. And and here's the thing. I want to ride that as many times as I can. <laughs> Mostly to irritate Chris. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I really do genuinely, for the bit, I hope he doesn't get on. But yeah. I mean, genuinely, I hope he gets on because that would be that would suck. What's funny is that by the time this podcast is released, we will, we know. will know. That's true. So You're we're, right. we're recording this prior to Chris's Hollywood Studios day. Right. That's right. Because he's so, going, right, 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 right. And I, depending on where I put this conversation, oh, it that's could actually be after. So this is already either a joke or it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Should we fun. edit that out or should we leave it yeah, in? Well, it, we'll see. If, if, it, if it doesn't work out well... Then I'll put it at the at the end. Well, what does work out well mean? <laughs> uh, work out well for who? Too easy. Um, all right. So one of the things that uh, I wanted to talk about for uh, for your tickets, yes, is to know where to find good deals. Right now, because you're going for a, a decent amount of time, mm-hmm. we're gonna go over to uh, stepstomagic.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a a Disney World park ticket tips article that i wrote that gives you all the different ticket options and where where you should think about your your money and annual passes and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. but on here i have a link over to Mm touringplans.com they have a ticket calculator yes so what we're gonna do uh because you know live is is awesome we're gonna go in here we're gonna search for a disney ticket discount search yep all you have to do is you type in how many adults, how many children, 
how many days in the park? So how many days in the park are you thinking? Here's a, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, because I do want a day at Universal. 100%. I'm not sure if I want to do two days at Universal. I yep. haven't decided. Uh, and I'm there from then till then. So that, uh, okay. So let's just say, let's say I'm, uh, let's say I'm doing six. Okay. So we're six doing days, six days. Because then I'm going to do two days at Universal. Yeah. So six days in the park. So it looks like the, the best option is through, actually, it's all kind of around the same price point. You're looking at a, a five fifteen for a six day park hopper option. The idea behind uh, touring plans that they actually go out and they source all the uh, the official, the unofficial, and then kind of tell you where the best deal is. Looks like they gave you five options all within three dollars. Right. So this is really cool. The the pricing is five fifteen twenty for a six day park hopper option. Now here's the question: Do you? add on the annual pass holder yes. because that's that's going to be the difference and the bridging yes and that, that was that was the question that i had because i was afraid of getting a discounted ticket and then not being able to bridge so the way that bridging works so i learned this the hard way i oh i lost so much money on this oh see that's just scary so I oh, I originally bought a I think it was back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought a, a ticket through Undercover Tourist, and I was going to bridge. Yeah. So I bought the ticket, had all my fast pass and everything like that go through. Everything was awesome. When I got off the plane, the first place that I went to was uh, Disney Springs because I wanted to buy my annual pass as soon as possible. Right. What I didn't do was use my ticket to get into a park first. As soon as you use your ticket to get into a park first, it shows up on your My Disney Experience as just a regular ticket. Gotcha. And the number of days and whether or not it's a park hopper or a base ticket. Right. If you go and it's not used, the people behind the counter, the, the cast members at Guest Relations, are able to tell that it's a discounted ticket right. and can research how much you paid for that right. and then bridge, bridge that. that amount as opposed to a regular park ticket, exactly. which would be uh, significantly more. So that's that's a big thing that I, I think a lot of people don't know, and I, I love sharing it. Yeah, hot tip. Because why not? So what we're going to do is we're going to go and do a quick search for the the passes for Disney World annual passes. Because, you know, if you can save some money because mm-hmm. you're going to be, you know, the, the food, the merchandise, you're not. Do you buy a lot of stuff when you're down there? Not I'll, really. I'll probably right? buy like a couple t-shirts and hoodies, but like not. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a super, super merch guy. I'm no. Not soups merch. Your, your experiences. Yes. Your food. Yes. And you're also the fact that you just want to be there. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't need any more things. You know what no, I mean? No, I agree. I, I, uh, I got rid of a bunch of like tchotchke type stuff in my house. And I, I, when I did that, that was several years ago now. Yeah. I stopped buying it because I was like, look what I just did. I just threw out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want it. No, for sure. Uh, except for the Crystal Yoda. Crystal Yoda. But Crystal Yoda is different because Crystal Yoda will get a giant display case in which he will alone sit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, I think I, I there's one at um, the Reba's Brothers that spins. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's where they put the $25,000 uh, castle. Oh, God, stop. You got to stop. But it'd be awesome just for the $250 I'm freaking one. freaking out. I want it so bad. Yeah. 
just a giant. Yeah. And I'll put him on the edge too, yeah. so that he's spinning around. So he's not just turning in place. He's yeah. just like he's lazy susaning around. Absolutely. Yeah. So it looks like we've got uh the two passes. We have the platinum plus pass. Nah. Uh which gets you into the water parks don't and care. everything like that. You don't need that. I, I I'm not you know what? I'm not a water parks. No, me neither. I had an ex who was like who loved the water parks. Sure. So when we went, we did the water parks. It was the first and only time I've done the water parks. And we had a nice time. Sure. But I don't I just don't love it. No. It, I, it's not as exciting. Um I also think that you're in Florida. So if you're going to the water park, when's the best time to go to the water park? Well, during the day. What's the hottest time to go? During, during the, the day. day. Yeah. So I, I'd rather go to a water park during one of the like H2O glow nights. Sure. Because I don't know, the ground doesn't feel like lava. Right. So we're not looking at that. We're looking mm-hmm. at a annual pass. Um, the current price as of recording is $1,119. Right. So which, compare that to your 515 Which right. basically, when you're looking at it, that is two trips. You're right. So if you're planning on doing another trip oh, between now... No, no, this this is how I think. This guy is selling me on this. And it's it's how Chris and I talked about it. Yeah, Where it's absolutely. like, if, you're, if you know that you're able to spend... Uh, you're doing two trips down there. We actually brought out the the actual amount that you would save for dining, which is anywhere from 10 to 20%. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's a couple bucks here and there. Your, your food is. And, and cause I, cause I've never had annual pass. Does sure. that, does that 10 to 20%? Is that everywhere? Like, do you get a discount at every place there's food? Usually it comes back to, uh, they, they give you a pamphlet. Mm-hmm. When you get your annual pass that basically has all the different, um, you know, locations where we're currently having a visitor right now. Oh, Miko. Uh, first time in a while that Miko the cat has joined us. Hi, kitten. How are you? Strong, silent type. He's like, I'm hungry. Feed me. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So basically, if you're looking at two trips over mm-hmm. this next year, yep. it's perfectly fine. Yep. Uh, you don't have to make that call until the last day of your trip. Can I make it on the first day of my trip? You can. Because then I've already gone into the park. Does that then convert all my tickets to what they see as regular day tickets? Or can they still see that it was a discounted? So you would, your first day. So say, for example, you get off the plane. You're, I'm assuming, an early morning flight. Uh, I'm not early morning. I'm mid morning. I'm like 10 a.m. I'm going to get in at about 1 p.m. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. When you get there, uh, obviously, you hit up your hotel. Mm -hmm. And then Uber... Or let's be honest, Uber, uh, Uber yeah, for me, to yeah. the contemporary, head over to the Magic Kingdom because mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to get into a boarding group for Rise. So why burn that? Well, I don't imagine I'm going to go into the parks on the first day. I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to get like, you know what I mean? By the time I get to the parks, it'll, Honestly, it'll be in the afternoon. That's still the best time. Right. Because if, if you go grabbing dinner in the Magic Kingdom. Right. I thought I would go to Disney Springs on that first day. That was my plan. The uh, the reasoning behind. So here's here's kind of where, where I'm guiding, mm-hmm. but, you know, trying to persuade you. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you go to Disney Springs and you uh, and you want to uh, get your discounts and stuff like that for an annual pass, you can't. Right. Because you don't have an annual pass yet. Right. You want to get into a uh, a park first. Gotcha. As soon as you get into the park, you can leave. 
mm-hmm. but it just has to burn that day. Right. So that way, when you go to a guest relations, could be at the Magic Kingdom, could be, you know, at Disney Springs, wherever it is, mm-hmm. and they give you your annual pass, that's what gets you all your discounts. Right. So sure, you're only saving a couple of bucks. like, But it's still a couple of bucks. But it's still a couple of bucks. Gotcha. But yeah, we love as soon as you get to the resort. And the thing is, if you're getting an annual pass anyway, this is what it's dawning on me now that like... Who cares? Yeah, that extra day is... Yeah, because to my thinking, if I'm not going to get to the parks until like 4 p.m., yeah. then why would I blow one yeah. of my day park tickets? But if I am getting an annual pass, if that's the route I end up taking, then who cares? Yeah. I can go and I can go for an hour and yeah, leave. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, right. Interesting. Yeah, so that's that's the big thing. We're, we're definitely going to be talking about resorts because I think that's another solo traveling thing. Mm-hmm. You just need a bed. Yeah, I just and need a bed. It's basically going to come down to price point. Yep. And it's going to be location. Yeah. D- as dirt cheap and close as I can get, really. Yep. So I can, you know, buy more t-shirts. Yeah. And, and eat more food. Yeah. And the nice thing is that the the options that we looked at um, prior to recording were, you know, all under 100 bucks a night mm-hmm. because you're looking for a bed. You yep. don't need the pool. You don't need... It's, oh, it's a Could complete, you imagine? What a creep. Hundred percent. It's a completely different trip than what Chris just booked. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because he needs the pool. Yeah, I don't think you could be more opposite. Yeah. yeah. So like, if you're going down and you've done the solo trips before, you know exactly what to expect. Mm-hmm. The nice thing is that you're going into an environment where Uber is very prevalent. Yep. And it's so much better. This would be my first time in Florida staying off property, though. Yes. I'll say that because I always just stayed on property. Just Oh, you did like Pop Century? Yeah. And I did the, the whatever, the All-Stars. value resorts or whatever. Yeah. So I this is this would be my first time not staying on property. And I'm noticing the price difference. Yes. Uh, which is which is why I decided to do it that way. 100%. Uh, so I'm curious to see how like how Uber affects this trip. You know what I mean? Like how how much I'm going to be taking to what parks all the every day, every more basically every morning I'm going to be taking an Uber and every night. Yeah. So the the way that we do it, and this is actually you you brought up a very uh, good point that I completely forgot to share with you. Mm-hmm. So when you stay, say for example, you're at a Disney Springs resort, you can take a Disney transportation bus right to Disney Springs. You end out the night at Disney Springs. You go through World of Disney. You go and grab a chocolate from Ghirardelli. You, you know, grab whatever you want to, last minute pin trading or um, shirt shopping, whatever you want to do. Sure. And then you walk down the street to your resort Mm -hmm. and it's an eight minute walk and it's at nighttime. So it's actually really reasonable. But again, that's the difference between like the the price difference between staying in Disney Springs or near Disney Springs versus like going in the other direction and finding a place that's, you know, I drive. That's that's crazy cheap. And that you got to check the reviews on to make sure that there aren't bugs or, you know. Or just or not, vi- or violence. Yeah, <laughs> and it's sad, but you know, you're also looking at a a tourism destination where millions of people are going there. Not every property is reputable. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's why I'm only looking at sort of name brand places. Yeah. You know, your your super eights. Your I mean, like places that like should that are owned by big companies. Yeah, your best kind of westerns, your, best your westerns, holiday ends, your, your days in, your that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Now, what are the things that made you want to go down now? Is it, it's rise. Uh, it's, it's really, I've wanted to go down for a while. Right. Yeah. But I just couldn't. So again, I, I was going to go down in September Sure. and I couldn't. Yeah. And then it was a busy time, busy time, busy time. And then I was like, Oh, February is looking like it might happen. Yeah. And then the beginning of February sort of got booked up with me. Yeah. I you was going to go tried for opening day. 
Uh, you were trying to be that down the, there for uh, first week of December. First, yes, that's right. And I couldn't, I couldn't pull it off. Yeah. So the re the really the reason I'm going now is because I can. Yeah. Like timing wise, I can. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the reason. No, I wish I, again. I wish I'd waited. A little <laughs> bit, push that back just a few days to get yeah. on that Mickey and Minnie's. I'm hoping for a soft launch time. Oh, it'd be amazing. I know it's against all odds here. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Now, going into uh, next week's episode, we'll definitely connect up. I'm assuming that we'll have a hotel booked. Yep. Um, I and... imagine I'll book the hotel probably tonight, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's just thinking about if, if you know for a fact that you're going to be getting a, an annual pass or even if you're not, you know what the prices are yeah. for the, the ticket calculator. So it's like, all right, if, if you're going to spend this kind of money through these wholesalers, which right. they're all affiliates of Disney. So here's here's my question. Sure. Can we look this up on mm-hmm. the Disney site? So if it's 515 for this discounted price, how much would it be like just regular? Just the regular? Yeah. Like how much are they going to think? How much are they going to bridge me for? How much is the credit going to be? So 530. 530. So it's 15 Plus bucks. tax. 15 bucks. Where this one was, yeah, five fifteen. So it's not outrageous. It's not but outrageous, it's, but it's not nothing either. Yeah, it's two dole whips. Yeah, it's two dole whips. Wait, that's yeah. a great way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if if you go, you could easily go through the official Disney website, but mm-hmm. um, when you get your your tickets through these wholesalers, they basically just email you the tickets. Mm-hmm. You go into My Disney Experience, and um, on the uh, the first the My Disney Experience dropdown, it's My Plans. Mm-hmm. Um, so park tickets, all you would do. So family, resort, hotel. Uh, so this is how, if you are staying at a Disney Springs resort, mm-hmm. you would link a reservation. Right. Because that would gain you access to the 60 days right. as well as early morning extra magic hours and late night extra magic hours. Right. Of course. Because yeah, yeah. uh, it's all through your magic band. Right. Uh, and how do I. So here's here's a question. Sure. And this is maybe embarrassing to admit because of uh, I'm on this podcast with sure. you guys. But I haven't been to Disney World yeah. in quite some time. Sure. I've been to Disneyland a bunch. Yes. Uh, and Tokyo yeah. once. But Disney World, I have not been. Yes. Here we go. Be ready for this. Do not. So I hope you're sitting down. Uh, since pre Magic Band, sure. So I have never had a Magic Band. Okay. Uh, how do I get a Magic Band? What happens? Like- you when you get an annual pass, there's a Magic Band that comes with it. Right. Uh, if you are just getting a regular park ticket, mm-hmm. uh, it's basically just on your phone. Okay. And your my so- Disney experience would be. Would be the equivalent of my magic band. So yeah. you'd tap your phone yeah. or you'd scan your phone or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and then to get a magic band, you just buy one in the park and yep. link it somehow. Yep. You would link it directly to your My Disney experience. Gotcha. Uh, and then as soon as you have, once you have your My Disney experience set up, which most people, it's incredibly easy to get. Just go to DisneyWorld.com. You can go into your, all of your different magic bands and you have tickets if you have tickets they would show up here but you would also be able to activate your uh magic bands right and those numbers that are on there would kind of correspond so you know exactly what's going on which is why my suggestion is hit up your the park first Mm -hmm. burn that first day go in stop in at guest relations get your annual pass they'll give you a a magic band Mm -hmm. and then you go from there well great that's i mean like that is sort of the front runner i think that's probably what i will end up doing depending on if i get that i'm still the verdict is out on this um, well it all depends on if you're going the second time 
So I think what we're looking forward to is the fact that you get to go down to Disney. Mm-hmm. We get to have this journey with you as as solo travelers and as people who don't have families. Right. Uh, we're going to be booking this and hey, having I fun. Have a, I have a family. Yes, you know, no I know kids, you mean. No, no kids. kids. No kids. Yeah. Um, and if you have any questions, like we can talk about everything on the podcast because that's why we have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And live from Walt Disney World, we have Chris Bond. Chris, what just happened? Hashtag Rise for Bondo. What an amazing campaign that was launched late last evening. And let me tell you, uh, I will tell you this much. It's a long story. Okay. I did not get on the ride, but there is hope for for tomorrow. Um, What happened was, our boarding group got called. Okay. We came to uh, the ride. My wife, we organized a ride swap for yes. our kids. And my wife and, and my eldest went into the ride. Mm-hmm. I took my child, mm-hmm. uh, my youngest, for pizza at Pizza Rizzo's, which isn't great, by the way. And <laughs> then I just came back. I hadn't heard from my wife. I think her phone is dead. I still haven't heard from my wife. I believe that my wife is in the queue and the ride is down. So the ride is down and my wife is inside the queue. And they're saying that it's probably down for the night. That everyone that's in is going to go through and everyone else is out of luck. So it turns out I arrived just getting a little bit of information. Mm -hmm. But some of my friends that I was here with were on it earlier and got pushed. They had ride group 50 something. Yeah. And I'm group 67 or 65. So they only got to 65. And I got called around 6 o'clock to just put that into perspective. So this was the third time the ride went down today. And my friends were on the ride or about to go on the ride the second time it went down. And then we're on the ride the third time it went down. They were in line. They were in the interrogation room. So... The only, so I was very lucky. They were organizing their, they were talking to a cast member who organized everything with them for them to go on the, essentially turn their pass tomorrow into a hopper pass yep. and allow them to come to the park with the fast pass. I stuck my nose in and said, I am with them. Me too, please. Yep. Um, they tried to tell me no. And I made a stink that I'm here with my family. We're doing the exact same thing. My wife and kid is in the lineup right now. And you're I doing absolutely want swap. the same thing. Yeah. And I'm doing rider swap. I should be on the ride right now. I absolutely want it. Yeah. And she relented and said, fine. And then they, she wrote a thing. And anyway, so the, the brass tax is, is rise for Bondo. Although it hasn't happened, it still is. So we fight another day tomorrow where I will, according, apparently have a fast pass to come in the morning that it's on my magic band, but tomorrow we're going to show up. We have to speak to guest relations get things organized and we will jump in and go on the ride. Hopefully I am concerned that I'm going to show up tomorrow and they're going to go, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But I got to hope that they, you know, did what they were supposed to do. I took a picture of the information. They don't give you anything. Okay. They just write, they scribble down. They have you write all your information down. And so I just took a picture of it quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so I can be like, As here's the interaction I had yesterday. Yeah. And because they didn't want me to take a picture. And I said, Nope, I'm taking a picture. That's the, that's the long and short of things, friends, is uh, we've been here all day. We got here 7 o'clock this morning. And you know what? I mean, we'll talk more about it in detail, but I learned a very valuable lesson about listening to Dustin today because 
we didn't take an Uber initially. We were taking a bus, and I was told a bus schedule that never happened. Oh. And I ended up taking Uber. Yep. And I'm glad that I did because I would have been there much later. And it afforded us group 65. And had we got something later, we would not have. We wouldn't even be talking about this. No. It would just be me uh, swimming in tears about how I did not get uh, an opportunity to ride on this ride today or tomorrow. Well, as we um, know, it's all so, about getting yeah. hashtag rise for Bondo onto this ride. And I'm sorry, they can't keep Gold Leader out of this attraction. Yeah, Gold Leader is going on this thing. I've been calling myself Red 7, but that's cool. I'll be Gold Leader <laughs> Red 7. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's crazy how many people show up here at the beginning of the day. What a fight it is to get on this thing. But everyone that's gone on it, it's just like it's the greatest thing ever. So I guess we'll talk more about it when uh, when I get home. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, that, we'll definitely that, catch that up was tomorrow. my day. We, we will catch up uh, when you're dealing with this uh, basically day two. Because the nice thing about the podcast is that we're able to edit it. So what we'll do is we'll catch <laughs> up with you. Literally, we are going to snap to tomorrow. All right. Let's do it. One, two, three. Boom. And it's tomorrow. Hey, uh, what happened? I got on the ride. No, not only did I get on one, I got on ri- Rise of Bondo is complete. Rise of Bondo is completed and done and multiplied, you know, it was times two. It was, you know, I did it twice. It was, I can't believe I got on it. And it was a stroke of, of just luck. Yeah. I got very lucky is just the bottom line which makes me nervous for other people trying to get on this thing because nothing's guaranteed. And just by dumb luck and good fortune, I was able to get on even once, let alone twice. So, But at the end of the day, let's, let's, we will 100% talk about all that when you are back because I know there is a yes. story and I can't wait to hear it. But you just got yes, off we'll of Rise of Resistance. How are you feeling? Yeah, I did. Did you ever see uh, the South Park movie? Remember when Cartman and the gang went and saw the Terrence Hill movie? Then they went to the, the ice skating rink and all the friends were like, you saw the Terrence Phillips movie? And he was like, yeah, you can touch me. That's how I feel. Like, <laughs> I've been on rise. You can stand in my presence. You can, you know, share some of the gleam off my shininess because it was just incredible. And it's the greatest single attraction in the history of the Disney parks. Set it right there. Set it. That, that, that's, a, that's the mic drop right there. Boom. Boom. I mean, listen, there's a lot of people who are listening to this right now who've been on it and are, and are nodding. And there are the people who I was once, and you are, Dustin, going, really? Oh, my God. And it's true. It's just incredible. And I wonder if some of the anticipation is what makes it so good. The fact that you've got to do backflips and leap off tall buildings to, to get a shot to ride on this thing. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe working so hard to get on a ride uh, is what made, even helps with the anticipation. I don't know, but it is incredible. It's every Star Wars fan's wet dream. And even if you don't like Star Wars, you cannot but marvel in this feat of technology and storytelling. It's just, it's incredible. I'm, I'm a, bit, a little bit speechless. Like, what do you say about the greatest ride ever? You just got to go on it. No, that's that's awesome. And uh, we're definitely going to connect with you uh probably in the next couple of days or so, uh, just to make sure that we're, you know, getting your entire trip done. And obviously in, in, uh, next week's episode, we're going to have the full trip report. Um, but 
Man, seeing you on live Instagram. If you're not following us at We Like Theme Parks, you have to because every so often there are some gems. And Chris going through uh, Rise of the Resistance on live Instagram, amazing. Be great. Yeah, uh, it was live. You got 24 hours to check it out. Wow, if you're listening to this, you missed it. <laughs> but if you share, check it out. Uh, yeah, I got I, I got told by a, a first order sergeant that I was not funny, which made me laugh. It was probably my, my favorite part of this trip. That's, that's going on uh, a t-shirt. You're not funny. Yeah, by the first. You're order. not funny. The first order. That, that's a good. That's a great t-shirt idea. <laughs> uh, just an incredible ride and an incredible experience, and we'll break it all down uh, coming up. And uh, and you're yeah, still in it. You're home. still in it. So you're going from this. I'm still here. I, I, today is my last day. I'm at Hollywood Studios. I'm going to collect my family and make our way over to Magic Kingdom, where we're going to enjoy the rest of our day. Probably meet a lot of princesses and take a lot of pictures. I, I feel like it's going to be less rides and more photos. Awesome. And then we'll be uh, having our one last night at the Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House. Uh, enjoy a little bit of animals, want some night vision goggles, and uh, what's the what's the food situation? So you're doing over at the Magic Kingdom. Is there a be our guest today? Uh, I've already done the be our guest. Oh, you that, did the that breakfast. Was in the yes. book, did the did the breakfast be our guest today? We're just keeping it easy breezy. We have no reservations because we're with a big group. We got two other families we're rolling with. Um, so it's either Columbia Harbor House. Think about Columbia Harbor House or think about uh, Cosmic Rays. Those are the two restaurants that like more larger groups could uh, could enjoy because there's a lot more variety. And then tonight, when you're yeah, at the Animal Kingdom uh, or Animal Kingdom Lodge, come on, best yeah. food on property. Uh, the food is pretty great there. I got to say, hotel-wise, this has been the best hotel I've ever stayed at by a lot. Uh, Jumbo House has been Jumbo-rific. That's <laughs> a new word. Uh, couldn't be happier, and I'll talk all about it. No, it's gonna but be yeah, awesome. we're going to just soak up as we're going to try to like rinse every last inch of juice out of this place. And uh, you know that I was just saying to my wife last night, um, and I know I come down here for fun and for a bit of work, but, uh, typically when you're on a trip, you know, especially a long one, one that's this long by the end of it, you're kind of ready to go home. You know, you're like, okay, I've had my fill. I'm full. I couldn't take any more. I think I'm ready to pack my stuff and go. And we don't feel that way. We could, we could do another week. We're just enjoying every, every moment, every precious moment, every meal, every treat, every ride seeing our kids flip out uh, when you're a parent and your your kid goes bonkers. I mean, that's why we're here. That's why we do this, right? Absolutely. It's that, it's that happiness. That uh, It's the happiest place on earth. They call it that for a reason. And seeing it live and, and when your kids are just old enough to really start to appreciate it, boy, it, it feels real good. So, yeah, awesome. a, little, a, little, uh, a little sad to come home tomorrow, but uh, looking forward to hopping in the old studio with the D-Train and Mark Stiffer and get things rocking and rolling. No, it's going to be fun. So we'll let you go from here. Uh, definitely have fun. Make some memories. You know, dreams come true, all that jazz. And uh, remember, we want to see the turkey leg. That's that's all we want. That's it. We want the turkey you got to find this turkey leg. We, we all right. It. I'm on a turkey quest. <laughs> turkey quest. Here we go. All right. You got it, my friend. We'll talk to you later. I'm, I'm standing, I will tell you, I'm standing right beside Pizza Rizzo's and the, the walk of mediocre pizza is hitting me. <laughs> and I, I, I dare not step into that place again. I might actually eat it. Don't but, do it. Uh, Don't do it. All right, I won't. I won't do it. I won't do it, sir. All right. Okay. We'll All the best, soon. Justin. Welcome, my fellow theme parkers, to the We Like Theme Park. Oh, wait, that's the beginning. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, I found it. I found it. You found it? Yeah. Okay. Post-show wrap. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in today, everybody. If you enjoyed the show, you should tell somebody about it. Or better yet, share, rate, and review. But most of all, please subscribe so you don't miss out on the fun. You can also find us on Instagram at We Like Theme Parks and on Facebook as well. Please feel free to reach out to us about segment ideas or anything you'd like us to cover at ideas at welikethemeparks.com. Or if you have any questions for Mark, that's me. Uh, and gang, that's Dustin yeah. and Chris. He'll be back. Hit us up at mailbag at welikethemeparks.com. Music for the We Like Theme Parks podcast was composed and provided by Mike Treblecock. Check him out at mikeTreblecockMusic.com. That's it, folks. We'll see you real soon. Why? Because we like you and we like theme parks. <laughs> yeah. We did it right when Chris wasn't here. Yeah.